Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. You can't think, oh, I'll give this to them. They'll see how nice I am and they'll give me something back in return. It doesn't work that way with a narcissist. They won't, they'll just take and then that's it. They won't, they won't give something back in return. It doesn't work that way with them. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Hey there, Rebecca Zung here, and uh, welcome to my podcast. This is the Negotiate Your Best Life podcast, and I am your host for today. I am going to be talking today all about how to negotiate with a narcissist and the do's and don'ts of negotiating with narcissists. I'm going to be talking about the different types of narcissists, how each type acts when divorcing and in negotiating, and the things you can do about it right away. And um, if you haven't checked out my new membership, I want you to definitely check that out. We've got all kinds of really, really cool things. We've got a monthly support group. We've got uh, my monthly Q&A. We've got all kinds of really cool things. And I definitely, you know, want you to check that out so um, so that you can come and get the support you need. Please don't try to do this on your own. So so let's talk about this, the, the different types of narcissists. I mean, there's many different kinds of narcissists, but... Well, first of all, what is a narcissist? Let's let's just talk about the, the some basic definitions. So, a narcissist is a person who um, has, um, you know, I, and I look at it as a spectrum. A narcissist is not a person who um, wants to feel seen, heard, and know that they matter. That just makes you a human being. All human beings want to feel seen, heard, and know that they matter. That. That just makes you a human being. That does not make you a narcissist. And um, a narcissist is not a person who says something good about themselves. That that does not also also does not make you a narcissist. Um, it's it's great if you say nice things about yourself. It may, and you know it does. And if you're a confident person, that that also does not make you a narcissist. That is a good thing. Um, we want you to have self-esteem. We want you to have confidence in yourself. In fact, a narcissist is the opposite. They have no sense of self and they have no confidence in themselves. Um, the narcissist has no sense of self. So... Um, you know they, they you know they're all the way at the end of the spectrum it's a pathological disorder it actually is a legitimate personality disorder and they just feel completely empty inside so um 
you know, they have to get all of their sense of value from external sources. And um, so something happened to them in their childhood, which caused them to believe that the world is a very scary place, that the world is a place that, you know, is a place to be survived, is a place that is, you know, almost like, you know, in, in order for them to survive, other people can't survive. And so they have to get all of their sense of feeling of value from external sources. It's almost like that, you know, for them to eat, nobody else can eat. And so how do they get their sense of value? It's from what they call narcissistic supply. Um, And so um, as a result, um, they have no sense of empathy, no sense of of feeling of care or feeling for other people. They just can't because in order to survive, um, no one else can survive. And so that's why they have no sense of care or empathy for others. It's like, you know, if if, if I, you know, give food up, then I don't eat, you know, so that's, that's why they can't. Um, and so there are different types of narcissists, you know, some are better at hiding it than others or whatever. So some are covert, some are overt or grandiose or whatever. I mean, there's different types of names um, for them. But, you know, the main types that you see, you know, sort of referred to are the overt or the or the covert or the grandiose. Um, also, you know, the grandiose or overt or sort of the interchangeable or the, or the the covert or sometimes the shy or the victim narcissist. Um, You know, so what I call the covert is like the wolf in sheep's clothing. And that's the one that I really can't stand the most because they're very, very stealth. To the rest of the world, they seem super nice. They seem so kind and so nice. And, you know, sometimes they just seem, um, you know, uh, so um, downtrodden sometimes or um, like a victim sometimes or whatever. But, you know, to the rest of the world, they seem really, really very kind or nice sometimes. Um, and then there's the grandiose. You know, they're the ones that are like, they enter the room, they tell everybody how great they are. I mean, that's the the only kind that I was really familiar with, to be honest with you, before I dealt with a covert narcissist or two covert narcissists. In my world, I thought narcissists were male and big-mouthed until I came across two female covert narcissists, to be honest with you. But then I started learning about different types of narcissists. Um, And then there's the the um, malignant narcissist, and that that the malignant narcissist has a an overlay of being a sociopath. They literally have no conscience whatsoever. This is the type of narcissist that has absolutely no problem just you know completely ruining your life in a divorce situation. This is the type that will you know threats of violence, stalking, um, actual violence. I mean, you know, this is the one that might actually, you know, accuse you of being a a pedophile if you are not, you know, completely have no problem just ruining your career or something like that. Um, So, uh, or actually engage in violence if, um, if, if they want to. So, 
Um, those are the types of narcissists. Uh, how do they um, act in um, divorce? The covert narcissist is going to be much more um, under the radar. You know, they're 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 not going to be overtly thumbing their nose at court orders as much as some of the other types of narcissists because they're covert. So they want to look like they are doing the right thing. They're going to be much more um, engaging and more of like the lining up the flying monkeys, making it look like they are doing the right thing. You know, the covert narcissist is actually much better at hiding the types of things that they do, which is why they're much more maddening, because they're much better at getting away with things. You know, they are much better at making it look like what they're doing is very, very innocent. You know, this is the type of narcissist that'll send a gift. And, you know, when they send a gift, the the victim knows that it's a message and it makes them sick to their stomach. Whereas the rest of the world says, oh, that's so nice of them. Why? What's wrong with sending a gift? Whereas the, the rest of the world, I mean, the, the, the victim knows that it's, there's a message involved. Um, or, you know, the, the covert narcissist knows like how to get away with not doing something that they were supposed to do. And then having that, that way of being able to go, Oh, that was inadvertent or, Oh, I meant to do that. You know, they're, they're, they're very, very, they're much better at being able to get away with things than, um, than the rest of the other types of narcissists. So that those are the, the different types and how they behave. So how, how narcissists behave in divorce, I mean, once you become, you're, for a narcissist, they're very black and white. So you're either for them or against them. And you're really just a form of supply for them. I mean, they how, how they act, you know, in regular life is, you know, they're, they're shameless, um, entitled, jealous, envious. They have no boundaries. I mean, those are the, you know, the different types of, of characteristics of a narcissist. So when you're no longer for them, now you're against them. Now you become public enemy number one. And so they, they want to take you down. They want to take you down before you take them down. They want to make you look bad before you're going to make them look bad. So they start lining up the flying monkeys. They start making sure they, you know, you're not going to have things. They want to um, engage in tactics that are going to, um, you know, they're going to go after you. They're going to make sure that you don't get documents. They use the court system as the sword. They'll give you, uh, if you ask for 12 months of statements, they'll only give you every month except for July. Or they'll give you every every page except for page 12. I mean, those are the kinds of things that they'll do. They will get away with, they'll try to get away with as much as they possibly can. Um, and it will be extremely, extremely maddening. And 
you, on the other hand, will be over there going, well, I just want what's fair. And, um, and the problem is that when you say, I just want what's fair, and then you decide halfway through, oh my God, this is a nightmare. Now I want to try to create leverage. Now I want to try to take it. Oh, that's it. The gloves are off now. Well, you're already halfway down the river and realizing, oh, this is terrible. Now I want to change my mind. It's already almost too late. You're, you're like thousands of dollars in debt or you've already spent so much money and you're already way behind the eight ball. So you have to decide as soon as you get going with this thing that you have to create that leverage and you can't give away your leverage, you know, early on in the game. You can't, you can't think, oh, I'll give this to them. They'll see how nice I am and they'll give me something back in return. It doesn't work that way with a narcissist. They won't, they'll just take and then that's it. They won't, they won't give something back in return. It doesn't work that way with them. They'll just, because they're entitled. So, and then even if you take an offer that they gave you, they're not going to um, settle for that. They'll constantly move the goalposts. And the reason why is because they enjoy watching you squirm. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zong. People think narcissists just want to win. They don't just want to win. That only takes into account diamond-level narcissistic supply. That doesn't take into account coal-level narcissistic supply, which is the dark underbelly of narcissistic supply. When it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse, there is no compromise. Take back power, strength, and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe. Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create the resource Tips for Negotiating with a Narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive 
where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. That time, my boyfriend, who definitely was a narcissist now that I know this, cheated on me. And I went to work miserable. And, you know, within a 24 hour time period, I appeared as a different person. You know, I had no makeup on. I had flip flops on. I was dragging around the office. And my boss, my mentor said to me, what's going on with you? What happened? You're my all star. And now we return to today's show. So let me explain something about how narcissists negotiate. There are There is something called narcissistic supply. People think narcissists just want to win. They don't just want to win. That only takes into account diamond level narcissistic supply. That doesn't take into account coal level narcissistic supply, which is the dark underbelly of narcissistic supply, that other area of narcissistic supply that people forget about all the time. Narcissists have two layers of narcissistic supply and they need both. They will not let go of the other one, the underbelly of narcissistic supply, unless they are forced to. And so... Um, that, that is why they will constantly move goalposts because they will, they enjoy jerking you around, which is that coal level narcissistic supply. So yes, they want to win, but they also enjoy jerking you around. And that's why even when they present you with an offer that they gave you, and even when you accept it, when you go back and say, yes, I'll take it, they've already changed the deal because they enjoy jerking you around. So you have to create strategy and leverage, and that is my slay methodology. So that's why you have to have strategy, leverage, anticipating what they're going to do, and then focusing on you, your case, and your position. Because even the best football teams, even if you have, you know, a great defense, that means no one's scoring any points. You have to also have a really, really great offense. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, it starts with having really, really great documentation. Um, that becomes your leverage. Because the one thing I will have to say is that narcissists leave lots and lots of breadcrumbs. They don't assume that people are ever going to go back and look at all of the breadcrumbs that they leave. They, they leave a lot of them. They lie all the time. Um, narcissists are pathological liars. And most of the time, they get away with it. Most of the time, you know, um, they just assume that um, people aren't um, going back and piecing it all together because they have gotten away with it for the most part. And you know they have because you know for the most part you're standing there going, how are they getting away with this? Well, instead of standing there saying, how are they getting away with this? What you want to do is actually start putting together a plan. And that's what I teach you how to do in my slate program, by the way, um, because you need to actually have an organizational method. You need to have a framework on how to do that. You need to learn how to document. 
Um, so you do, when you, I say do's and don'ts, you do want to make sure you're documenting everything all the time. Um, document, document, document. Document everything they say, document everything they do. Be careful what you put your hand to because, you know, I always say dealing with a, a narcissist is like getting arrested. Everything you do or say is definitely going to be used against you. And they do want to try to trigger you all the time. So be careful about that. So definitely document everything. So do that. That's one of the do's. Definitely create boundaries. That's another do for sure. Um, because they do want to trigger you. Um you know, so definitely create very strong and strict boundaries and keep them in place. Um, because it's not just about creating boundaries for yourself. It's also about being triggered because they do want you to say something um, that's, you know, emotional and whatever. Um, they love to get you all triggered up. I mean, not just to make you say something, but they do get narcissistic supply out of it too. They love watching you squirm and all of that. So, you know. Um, so, um, and then, you know, you do want to have a strong lawyer who understands your situation for sure or and a strong mediator, but don't overly rely on your lawyer because, um, you know, I must say 99% of lawyers don't understand narcissism. I mean, that's why in my SLAY program, I do have a packet to give to your lawyer um, so that your lawyer can understand what, what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, so for example, you know, um, one of the things I do say to do is, or not to do is like send letters, settlement letters back and forth all the time, because that's definitely a huge waste of money. Um, um, narcissists are never going to settle that way. Um, you, you have to have enough leverage first. Um, and then you have to like make sure they feel like they're surrounded with that leverage. And there's a certain way to do that. Um, like in a settlement conference um, so that they feel surrounded with that leverage. And, and when you are sending letters back and forth, they never feel surrounded. They never feel squeezed enough. So sending letters back and forth is a big, huge waste of time and money with narcissists. So don't do it. Huge waste of time. I know I'm jumping to the don'ts already, but that's such a huge don't that I'm just like saying it right now. Um, all right, so do create leverage don't and, and don't give it away too early. Um, so um, do make sure you have a very strong defined strategy. You know, know what your goal is. Where are you going with it? And do create an action plan around that strategy. Um, you know, write out what your vision is. Where are you going? Do have an action plan around that. Um, you know, do invo involve third parties such as a mediator because, um, you know, you're, you're definitely going to want to have that buffer person for sure. And narcissists don't want to look bad in front of third parties and they don't want to look bad in front of people that they respect. So, um, you know, especially like lawyers and judges and things like that, that's definitely really helpful. Um, and do use, um, videos, 
for any kind of depositions and things like that. Because again, narcissists don't want to look bad in front of third parties. So, um, you know, so if you're getting ready to do a um, depositions or anything like that, use video. You know, it might be another couple hundred dollars or something, but you're already spending a lot of money on this case. So, you know, use spend an extra couple hundred dollars on that video for the deposition. Um, it, it's definitely going to be worth it um, because, you know, they're just going to be less likely to act like a jackass in front of the court reporter, in front of the video um, person, in front of the lawyers. Um, it'll be definitely worth it for you. All right, so let's go into some don'ts. Um, don't allow them to cross your boundaries. Uh, and, and if they do, then, you know, um, let them know that you're not allowing it anymore. You are changing the rules of the game. You're letting them know that it's a different person in town now, that, you know, you are uh, changing the rules, that you are reconditioning them at this point, that you are a more powerful person now that whoever you were during your relationship is not that person anymore. Um, and don't allow them to get away with uh, going past deadlines. You know, file motions for uh, to compel. Don't allow them to go uh, ignore court orders. File motions for contempt. Uh, don't get emotional. Then they know they have you. You know, don't lose your temper. Don't allow them to trigger you, not in front of their face. If you need to, like, go scream, cry, or vomit later, fine, but not in front of their face. Um, you know, that's why you need to keep your, your boundaries in place and keep your interactions with them super brief because then, you know, you don't have to hold it together for super uh, long. Um, and again, you know, any potential leverage that you have, don't give it away too early. Um, make sure that you're using that when you um, decide that you need to. Super, super important. Um, make sure that you keep everything in writing. Um, pick one way of communicating and, um, and only use that way of method, um, uh, that method of communicating. Um, you know, no no meetings at Starbucks and all that crazy stuff that they're going to want to do, okay? Um, and don't give in and don't give up. You know, don't believe their you know their lies that you know that they that they that they have you and that you know that they're smarter than you and and that you know that they um, that they are that they're going to take you down and all that crazy stuff. That's just all a bunch of posturing. You know, that they a lot of times lawyers want you to believe that they, I mean, um, narcissists want you to believe that that they've got the better lawyer, that they've got the better case, that they're 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 gonna beat you. They'll say that all the way to the end sometimes, and it, and a lot of times it's just not true. They'll say that even if they have the weaker case, even if they if they have the worst position. Um, 
they, they just want you to believe that they're smarter and better. And um, even if it's just flat out not true, they lie all the time. You know that they're pathological liars. Um, you know that they've been lying to you the entire time, and now all of a sudden they're going to be truthful. I mean, you, you know that's just not true. So don't give in and don't give up. Um, you got this. This is your time to slay. This is your time to make it through. Um, this is your time to negotiate your best life. You definitely can do this. And um, you absolutely have got this, right? So uh, I'm absolutely sure that you can do this because I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of people do this every single day. Defend your light with your life. Surround yourself with people who are lifting you to the sky and bring yourself to be the best person that you can absolutely be. And once you've conquered a narc, no one will ever be able to touch you ever, ever again. And stratosphere is where you are going, baby. So let's slay this. Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life. Thank you.